the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Get ready to take notes because school is now in session. Tackling the biggest issues in education, this is Education America. Save the classroom, save the country. Here are your hosts, Headmaster Rebecca Hagstrom and co-host Abigail Johnson. Welcome to Education America, where we're working to save the classroom so that we can save the country. K-12 education is the playing field where the battle is on for the future of our country. And as the 16th president, Abraham Lincoln succinctly stated, the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. And how true that is. Yes. Well, Abigail, we have a couple more wonderful candidates from the Rosemount Apple Valley, Egan. It's like all these cities yes. in ISD 196. Is that what it is? Yep. Yes. Correct. Okay. That's what I thought. Um, so last week we had Teresa and Melissa. And this week we have Kim Bauer and Lori. What was that? Urkiel. Oh, my goodness. I think you have to yep. say that nope, again. That's, say you're that on again. your own for that yeah, one. Yeah, you're on your own for that nope. one. Lori, what? Urkiel. Urkiel. Okay. Awesome. Urkiel. I won't say Irk. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it's just call me Lori. Right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and this but, is so fantastic. I know for all of you listening, I don't know if the audio is slightly clearer or you can tell they all took their time to come into the studio and be yes. with us. And I will just say just for us, that's such a treat just to get Fun. to see our guests' faces mm-hmm. as they're chatting um, rather than being over the phone. Um, it's just so much fun. So ladies, thanks so much just for taking mm-hmm. the time to drive down here and be with us in person. Thanks yes, for having awesome. us. Absolutely. It's super exciting. All right. Well, Kim, Kim Bauer, you and I met a while back, a few years ago, yes. and you came very, 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 very close to winning a school board seat the last time around. Right. And so this, this is probably going to be your year, don't you think? I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but why don't you share with our listeners, you know, a little bit about why you're running for office, why you care about being on the school board, and <clears throat> what are some of the passionate issues that are on your mind? Sure. That's a loaded question. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe I'll just start with yep. a little bit about me and, and yeah. um, who I am and my family and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I am an eight-year resident of Apple Valley. I am an Iowa transplant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I knew Iowa. I liked you. Oh, this is phenomenal. Watch out now. Iowa she, State alone. You're alum. never going to be able to talk again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm married and I do have two gorgeous young children. They're seven and nine that um, obviously my husband and I... Um, 
love to death and obviously want to do everything that we can for, um, including, you know, having a great education. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what's driving me to run. So I ran in 2021, just two years ago. Like you said, I didn't earn a seat by a very narrow margin of 529 mm-hmm. votes. So I feel it's like so tight. my topic today should really just be get out and vote yes, <laughs> yes. and bring mm-hmm. 20 of your friends and neighbors yes. with you. I think mm-hmm. that's probably the hugest part about, mm-hmm. um, you know, these off-year cycle elections is just making sure that people are aware mm-hmm. that there is an election happening mm-hmm. and that they get out and vote and obviously let others know that's happening too. Mm-hmm. So um, I really didn't think I'd be running again. This is not something that's been on my heart for the oh. last two years. Um, it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's hard on the family. Um, and I definitely don't agree with a lot of the group think that's kind of happening, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. on our current school board. And mm-hmm. I you know, didn't really want to be a part of that. (laughs) I mean, but I do want change and I think that's important. Um, I want improvement and I just, I wasn't interested in going alone. And then my friend Lori decided, Mm -hmm. Hey Kim, I'll run for school board. You know, nobody was stepping up. Nobody Mm -hmm. was willing. I'm like, Mm -hmm. nah, it's not going to be me either this time. And so, um, she put it on my heart that seed was planted and, you know, sure enough, I have some of the tools already in my tool belt um, from the last cycle. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know, one per, it just takes one person Mm -hmm. to, you know, plant a seed and to give encouragement. And so that's kind of, um, you know, kind of the last minute of the last day, last hour, you know, we went in together. We, um, applied for a school board. And then, um, that same night, Teresa called and she's like, tell me about this school board thing, you know? And I didn't know Teresa. She was a friend of a friend. Uh-huh. And then, um, I looked on the, um, the SOS website the next day, the next morning to see who all was signed up. Yes. And I saw Melissa Field and I reached uh-huh. out to Melissa and she, um, turns out we had similar concerns and values regarding the district. And mm-hmm. here we are. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know, I guess it's exciting. And, you know, mm-hmm. it was a really great experience the first time, believe yeah. it or not. Yeah. Um, and that was still when COVID was, oh, you know, right. kind of, mm-hmm. you know, Front high, and high and still. Prior, yes. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, how are people going to react at the door? <laughs> yes. <laughs> kind of yes. thing, you know, mm-hmm. take your six steps back, um, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, and it still was a good experience. And so far it's been a great experience this time as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course we're just in it for the kids, not just mm-hmm. my own, but all the kids in the district, all the students, um, just making sure that our curriculum is up to par. Mm-hmm. Um, literacy is my number one priority, okay. mm-hmm. um, obviously along with math and science, but mm-hmm. if our kids can't read, there's, I mean, what can they do? Right. It mm-hmm. is such a stumbling block. And, you know, they say if, if not by the third grade. Yep. Right. So we have a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I am happy that the um, state standards have changed and we will be mm-hmm. more phonetic yes, focused, yeah. um, mm-hmm. which at my kid's school, they were already doing. Oh, so, that's good. Yep. Mm-hmm. My daughter was having some challenges mm-hmm. and, and lack of interest in reading. Mm-hmm. Um, she does have an IEP as well. So mm-hmm. it was important for me yeah. to, um, really focus on academics. And, mm-hmm. um, once she started getting that phonetic base, mm-hmm. things really changed. I cannot get the books out of her hands. <laughs> yes. oh, yes. The story awesome. is over and yeah. over to the point where you just think it's a shame that mm-hmm. every child, every child should be learning that way Absolutely. because they would avoid a lot of pain 
if yeah. they were taught that way. Yeah. So good. I'm glad that you're making that an important part of your effort yeah. as a mm-hmm. school board candidate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Curriculum's um, probably the main priority as far as personal um, person uh, personally in my family. So, and I didn't even realize until you know the changes started happening. Yeah. What the difference was. Yes. To be honest. Yeah. I mean, I just wanted to make sure that they were getting a good curriculum. Right. So. Right. Well, and I don't want to go too far off, but Abigail and I have done quite a few shows on this topic, actually. And um, for our listeners, it would be a good time to just plug um, Emily Emily Hannaford. Hannaford um, sold a story. It's a Mm -hmm. podcast series on on how reading has been taught basically incorrectly for decades in the U.S. And we need to get it right. And, And when it is being done right, you know, mm-hmm. then the the parents all say, "Oh my goodness, my child suddenly learned mm-hmm. to read." So um, I would encourage you to mm-hmm. to promote that as you're talking about this with people. Absolutely, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll definitely look into that. Yeah. So some of your other topics, I know we've heard from both Melissa and Teresa that you know safety is one of your concerns and transparency, but you know you might have some other things on your heart that you'd like to talk about, um, or you can talk about those as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I would definitely say improved student achievement is my mm-hmm. number one priority. Again, literacy, mm-hmm. math, and science. Until those scores are up, we should not be focusing on any of the other mm-hmm. fluff mm-hmm. <laughs> that's available. Mm-hmm. Um, increased parent and community involvement is also another priority for me. Mm-hmm. I really think that, um, especially through COVID, um, I'm sure that some parents maintained a really good relationship with teachers, but I feel like that teacher-parent alliance has really been broken. Mm-hmm. And, you know, nationally, there's been a lot of distrust. And mm-hmm. I think it's important for parents to be involved in school and also just give I mean, if we're parenting at home and Mm -hmm. instilling our positive values and beliefs, the teachers will have less to worry about. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that comes along with that school safety piece where, you know, if we're teaching our children respect, you know, at home and at school, Mm -hmm. I think the teachers do have a part in that. Mm -hmm. Um, Just making sure that everyone's involved. And I also think just the community involvement, you know, um, there's all the concerns and Um, everything that goes along with DEI, right? Mm -hmm. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think it is important to bring in community members, you know, so that we do get a variety Mm -hmm. of people um, in the schools to give their cultural background Mm -hmm. as well as their support. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So volunteering. I did, um, I was a a literacy volunteer when my daughter went to Greenleaf Elementary Mm -hmm. and I worked with the kindergartners and it was so great. And it's, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, as a parent, it's great to get to know um, classmates of your students. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just I've, I've out door knocking, talking to a lot of the, the folks at the doors. And is I would say it's a, high, a lot of the older people. Yeah. Like, yeah, I used to volunteer. I would help with math or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. And, and they're missing that. And again, COVID kind of put a stop to some of the mm-hmm. volunteering. So mm-hmm. I think that needs to be reintroduced mm-hmm. into our classrooms that mm-hmm. way everyone is getting a variety of of everything age and culture and everything mm-hmm. that really nur- uh, nurtures a student mm-hmm. and their learning mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes those are really important important concepts um, one of the things that you mentioned about um, the academic piece of it um, do you want to highlight it at all um, maybe some of the experience you had previous? to where your children are now and that maybe concern you are taking away from the academic teaching that's, you know, you want them to focus on it. So how will you, how, how do you try to change 
um, what is being taught in the classroom to being more academically based versus some of these, what you would call fluff. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> For lack of better terms. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, prior, my, my, my daughter was doing great, and I had no issues at the school that she was at. But um, because I was running for school board and I had no clue what a charter school even was, mm-hmm. I decided to just take a quick tour um, at the school. And so um, with a friend who was already <laughs> just yeah. going to visit, I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll come. I'll tag along. And I asked a lot of questions when I was there because, again, didn't know what a charter school was. Um, And I just found myself kind of falling in love with what I saw and heard. And just they do use a different curriculum than Mm -hmm. um, the the regular public schools do use. And I just asked, you know, I said, are you using a phonetic um, reading curriculum? And Mm -hmm. they were. um, they use the, I think it's called Singapore math. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's a pretty, yeah. um, what I, from what I've heard, yeah. is a really yeah. great math curriculum. Yeah. Um, and I did ask, you know, are there politics involved in school other than, you know, their civics classes? You know, right. how do the teachers teach? I didn't see any posters on the walls mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. would exclaim one thing or another. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was mm-hmm. just very basic. And yeah. I loved the diversity of the students. Um mm-hmm. They, we have Russian, we have Asian of every kind, mm-hmm. we have Somalian students, wow. um, Hispanic. So, I mean, we have a variety of students at our school. So yes, we do have great. diversity and we mm-hmm. can learn from every student as well as every teacher. Mm-hmm. And because it's a small school, I do have great relationships. In fact, I do substitute teach at my kids' oh, school. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I have great communication with the teachers and the staff at our school and, you know, if I do see something, I'm able to say something mm-hmm. about it because I not only work there, but I am also a volunteer there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just mm-hmm. um, I know not every parent has or guardian has that kind of time to be involved in the school, but maybe they've got a friend or a relative that right. could have that time and then also mm-hmm. be kind of that liaison, I guess, between mm-hmm. parents and guardians and their students. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, good, Kim. We're glad to have you here. And, you. and we want you to chime in for the rest of the show, too. But we're going to turn our attention mm-hmm. To our fourth candidate from ISD 196, nice. I am just going to say Lori. Yep. <laughs> Welcome, Lori. That's no. fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, my name is Lori Urkiel. Okay. So, yes. Thank you for having me. Yeah. We're glad yeah. to have you. And Lori, it seems to me like you are just kind of a spitfire, like, hey, we can do this, right? Is is that a little bit, am I describing me? I, I mean, wrong. you know. <laughs> All heads in the room are nodding. Right. <laughs> that is accurate. <laughs> I will say that it's true. That's great. And that that energy will take you far regardless of what you do, but it would be helpful on the school board as well. I certainly hope so. Yeah. Um, I've enjoyed meeting uh, quite a few of them. Um, Mm -hmm. Our ideologies and goals are completely different. What I think is appropriate, they think is fine. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what they you're push talking on. about the other school board members that absolutely are that are currently okay. yes. Okay, uh-huh. but uh, with my friends here, we've become great friends. Um, mm-hmm. Kim has been great leading us through this trial by fire because mm-hmm. it has been. I've always been behind the scenes doing the events and fundraising, and and I it is different to be up front. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been doing great. Yeah, I have mm-hmm. enjoyed the battle, but you know we just have but, to keep going. But make no mistake, it is a battle. It is a yeah. battle. But, I mean, Mm -hmm. I've enjoyed it so far. Mm -hmm. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about why you chose to go ahead and run for school board? I decided to run for school board. Let's – 
when I went to a school board meeting. I was mm. I, I thought, well, what's going on here? And a neighbor down the street, I don't know if you've heard of him, um, Brad Taylor, and he spoke at a school board meeting. Okay. And I thought, well, if a 12-year-old can... Oh, yes. yes. That one went viral. Yes. 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 And he's my yes. neighbor. And okay. If he can do it. I can do it. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, I need to support him. So yes. my kids are, I have a 23-year-old. I have 21-year-old twins. They all oh, graduated okay. from Rosemont High School. Mm-hmm. So when they graduated, you know, I thought you didn't need to participate anymore. Yeah. You know, you're done, whatever, whatever the problems are, you guys take care of them now. But then I realized, <laughs> well, there are a lot of problems, and it's a lifetime commitment within your community. Mm-hmm. So you have to, you know, pay attention. So mm-hmm. I went and I went to a couple school board meetings and it was during the mask mandate. And oh, we really, I mean, we really put our foot down. I was really proud of a lot of the parents that come there, mm-hmm. that came there. So then that's when I decided to run. So my son, who's 23, is going to be a teacher in the school district. Oh, my twin daughters, one's become, going to law enforcement mm-hmm. and the other daughter is going to Rutgers and becoming um, a psychologist. Oh, well, my wow. goodness, that's that's quite the disparity between yes. <laughs> I'm going to become a police officer, I'm going to go to Rutgers and become a psychologist. Yes, <laughs> and then a teacher, then my son a then, teacher. Okay. Thanksgiving so, dinner oh, yeah, is going to be a teacher. lot of fun. Um, it yes. has. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah, It has been. A lot yeah. of different, lot of oh, different yeah. perspectives. Lots of debates. Good stories. Lots of debates. Oh, yeah, good stories. But, <laughs> you know, ultimately, I'm right. <laughs> you are right. Oh, yes, as yes. the mom. You want to eat. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So what are some of your hot topics that you really want to address if you were to get into the school board? My main goal is uh, issue I have is the younger children and the content um, that they're teaching. Mm -hmm. For example, the social ills and um, adult content that they give to the kids. Mm -hmm. And so the kids did not cause the social ills, and they can't solve them. So Mm -hmm. pushing it on them is absolutely irresponsible. And so we're going to have kids that are uneducated and also have mental health issues, and we're going to send them off into the world, and they will not be able to handle anything, any stress, nothing. And they also will have toxic and inappropriate relationships considering Mm -hmm. what they're learning Mm -hmm. in school. And Mm -hmm. nor should a teacher be teaching that. They're not a doctor. They're not a therapist. They're not, you know, they're not all those things. That is nobody's business but at home. Mm -hmm. So that's that's another Mm -hmm. goal that Mm -hmm. I have. Um, Certain things, Mm -hmm. uh, school board um, can, you know, also control a lot of things, Um, considering the legislation that was pushed through a while back, reading through it, we... Uh, unbelievable monetary um, what some of the curriculum can be in the schools mm-hmm. is it, it's astonishing so mm-hmm. I'd like to see what we can do to taper that down and get less people that are on the board that are so there's such leftists it's unbelievable yep. and the truth is not there anything they say it's you know it's all feelings and no facts that's how it's always been mm-hmm. Dennis Prager says truth is not a left-wing value mm-hmm. and he is right mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. so when yeah. people say who they are believe them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're mean love is love no it's not love is love it's mm-hmm. you know only love what we think Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, some of the attacks we get, they definitely do not like us, which is good. Mm-hmm. We're going in the right direction. So you're mm-hmm. saying they're not tolerating you? They're not no. tolerating your views? That's no. weird. That's, that's so, okay, that's though. So yeah. They do adver- advertise well for us, though. Yes. Thousands of dollars. Saved us thousands of dollars <laughs> by 
putting all their stuff out there. We appreciate it. Spreading our message. <laughs> Spreading our message. Well, and I just want to thank you, Lori, as again, my my kids are on the younger end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And I so appreciate that, you know, you're right. You don't have to mm-hmm. do this. You didn't have to take this battle on. Um, but I, and Rebecca and I were just actually talking about some of the blessings that it has been in our family life to connect with couples who are further down the road mm-hmm. with their kids and um, even with a variety of issues, particularly in the schools. I mean, I know, I assume there are lots of people listening who are just like me who are going, okay, I worked all day and I got up early and I did lunches and then I have to get home and have to do dishes and, you know, dinner and dishwasher and put the kids to bed and then, you know, do and, then, all again and, and I, then I have to be at home because they're sleeping and mm-hmm. I cannot legally leave them alone to go do something else. Mm-hmm. And so there's, there's not a lot of time in the day um, in certain stages of parenting, as, as you know, and I just want to thank you so much for sure. for coming in and because there is some more freedom that I mean I've been told at least <laughs> I dream about <laughs> the freedom that comes when your kids are older and um, and I'm just grateful that you're willing Good. to take Thank- that on because there are some of us at you know particular junctures that just aren't able to cram more in no. and we need that participation with parents that have yeah. you know our steps ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, I. I'm always amazed at working moms. You're exhausted when you come home. Um, it's so it's amazing. I was a stay-at-home mom until they went out and flew the coop, and you never realize that uh, how much everybody sacrifices. Most of my friends worked. I was at home. I was blessed to stay home. So I saw a lot. I participated in everything. So I knew there are really, really good teachers that want to teach it's they the curriculum is being forced on them as mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. and that's the minnesota department of education it's yep. not just local uh I, I know that they're really concerned but they can't really say a whole lot just mm-hmm. some of the questionnaires they put mm-hmm. out there that the kids have to answer it i don't know like pronouns i don't have a pronoun but i have to tell you I'm going to put a side note here. Not one of those board members that we had, on the, nobody had a pronoun. I find that interesting. The kids need a pronoun, but they don't have to have a pronoun. Mm-hmm. So they push the pronouns, but they don't have the pronouns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I was really um, excited to get involved and always being involved in schools. So mm-hmm. there are we have to think mm-hmm. about how good the teachers are as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the things that we wanted to talk about, and, you know, I know that you're not a miracle worker here, but, you know, you have these ideas of what you would like to see changed. Mm-hmm. Do you have some thoughts about how to go about doing that? First of all, I want to know what the curriculums are in every single, like, especially elementary school. That's my main, because mm-hmm. kids, you mess them up that it's really hard to deprogram them. Mm-hmm. So elementary school is my main goal to see what they're teaching, what's expected. I'd like to know different elementary schools because they're all mm-hmm. different. It depends on the principal and who the teachers are. I would like to know which teachers, some purposely try not to teach that content mm-hmm. and then other ones push that content. That's where I would like to start. I mean, I don't know everything the school board does. They don't really, they're not very... Um, open about what exactly they do other than money and you know just bringing down face masks the kids have to wear face masks so mm-hmm. i would like mm-hmm. to see all that that transparency is really important mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i'd like to see that mm-hmm. and i love hearing you say that if and correct me if i'm misunderstanding you but what i hear you saying is that the protecting the innocence of childhood is important to you very, very. i don't know when as a society we decided that that wasn't important anymore 
It is. It is. It is such a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Why are we in a rush to push kids out of it? Yeah. Well, your motto is let kids kids be kids. Yep. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let kids be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't recall ever knowing who my teachers voted for. I didn't even know who my parents voted for growing right. up. Mm-hmm. And now that's just plastered everywhere. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. I, I didn't even know what my teachers did. I thought they lived at school. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. I mean, I never saw them at the store or nothing. And some really made an impact. Mm-hmm. But it's good not to know. You need to know the good, bad, and the ugly. But no, you should never know what they're politics are. Mm -hmm. It's important. So the four of you have been endorsed by Minnesota Parent Alliance. And I don't know if there's anything you want to comment about that. But um, Minnesota Parent Alliance has been around for about probably a year and a half now, maybe two years. Mm -hmm. And I know we've had actually Christine Truen on here a few times. And um, so I'm glad to hear that you've connected with them. And hopefully they're providing some um, great advice for you as you are walking down this path. For most of you, it's the first time you've done this other than you, Kim. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm sure that that's helpful. But do you want to talk to the listeners about voting? It says, or I mean, you said in um, in the studio in between sessions that, mm-hmm. you know, voting is well on the way and yeah. through uh, mail-in voting, I guess, or... Yep. Um, you know, I guess I I never vote except for on the day of the election. So for me, this whole early voting thing is not something that I have paid a lot of attention to. So right. maybe you want to talk about that, though, because it's an important element sure. for making sure that you can get people out to vote. So yeah. what well, did, what first, we'll thank the Minnesota Parent Alliance for the endorsement. And um, it is important, obviously, to have parent involvement in, in the school board. So we appreciate that. Um, early voting has started by the time this airs. So um, early voting, you can get your mail-in ballots right now. And um, early in-person voting starts October 20th. And then Election Day is November 7th. So make sure that you vote for Kim Bauer, Melissa Field, Lori Urkeel, and Teresa Schleter on or before November 7th. All right. That's, That's very right. good. That's right. And don't forget to peer pressure someone else to yes. do it with you. It's of not course. fun to vote not by yourself. Not just someone, but no. 20 people yeah, or more. Come on. Mm-hmm. Let's get in, in there. In fact, drive them. Drive them drive to them. the location. everybody up. Exactly. That's the most important thing. We don't vote. Yep. Yeah. Conservatives, mm-hmm. we've seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't vote. They don't get out and vote. They forget. Yep. And that's the push that we've had. That's the biggest problem we've had that everybody says. We and the early you. voting. Because it the might be voting. raining on election yep. day, and yep. that does mm-hmm. cause people not to show up. Um, it also, they do forget. I had people say, oh, I meant to vote for you last time. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that would have been well, that would have been helpful. Right. I was just going to say, I think you lost by 500 votes, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Super important to get out. You can get out early. And also, if you do vote early, um, I know that we in the past have always been vote on election day, but we just gave reasons why not to. Yeah. And also yeah. it will remove you from certain rosters so that we can, the, mm-hmm. the money being yeah. spent um, goes to people who have not voted yet. Mm. It does. Mm. And okay. uh, mm. most people do not know we're, we're voting that there's any yeah. an election it's an so off-year cycle it's an so. off-year cycle mm-hmm. ran by the teachers union mm-hmm. yep that, that oh don't even get problems. me started on that one. <laughs> oh, that is one of my biggest irritations that the teachers union would have any 
any power over school board elections is beyond me because they're there to represent the teachers, supposedly, and the school board is there to represent represent the parents. Correct. So how on earth they are allowed legally to have any influence over those elections is beyond me. Um, but I do know that they do have influence. So you need a lot of uh, you need a lot of opportunity to get out there. And do you have any events coming up that you want us to talk about? We have about a minute. Yes, we do. 30 seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, we do have some events going on. We have, um, they're on our websites as well. The next one is October 2nd. Yes, And it's October in Egan. 2nd. It is at a residence, so we do need RSVP. So make sure to jump on our websites. And why don't we get that um, yeah, those email, that uh, yep. the, your mm-hmm. websites, website. real yeah, quick, really just yeah, to quickly. make sure we all got mm-hmm. them. And we will, listeners, be posting these in the show notes as well. So when you're listening to this podcast, just click down. We will have those if you don't catch them now. Yep. Mine is Kim, the number four, education.org. Okay. And Lori, what's yours? Mine's Lori, four, the number four. Let kids be. Just be. Just be. Love it. Yes. Let her. <laughs> yeah. All right. Very good. Well, we're so glad that you could join us today, ladies. And Thank you. we wish you the best of luck. And uh, if you get in, then maybe you can come back and tell us what you're doing to yes. make changes. Excited so to be back. In the southern right. half of the Twin Cities, go and vote. Go and vote. All right. Good night. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.